1: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast. Stigma jig with me. Yeah, welcome back, me. Welcome back, the Goldstein. Welcome home. Yeah, yeah, I'm home. I'm back, but well, I'm not home. Actually, I am home, doing these at home at the moment, but that's irrelevant. I'm back on the podcast. Oh, where you been? have been very ill, actually. Ooh. I actually had a bit of salmonella, would you believe? Yeah, a bit of salmonella.
2: Keeping
1: no good, but, of course, you know, who cares? I'm back, I'm here, and let's move on with the podcast. Yeah, about time, it's not about you, is it? Yep, yeah, good point. Now we start with, of course, the Harry Kane derby where Pep Fordiola, Guardiola's man City were sensationally beaten by Nuno Espirito Santo's Spurs in their opening game of the Premier League. Kane, who's obviously been heavily linked with a move to City, set out the game all scared. This was the reaction to the match across TalkSport. Manchester City
2: have been defeated on the opening day. The champions by Tottenham Hotspur and
1: Nuno Espirito Santo in his first game, in charge of Tottenham, has three points on the board. It was a good day. Tough match. Hard work for the boys. They work really hard. Really, really hard. The distances, the covers, the balance, the fight. Very proud. It's a tongue-in-cheek comment that Tottenham don't need Harry Kane. Anyone needs Harry. Everyone will want Harry Kane, but he's not played today. You talk about the Champions League semi-final where he didn't play and Moura got the hat-trick. Why didn't he play in the final? Because Harry Kane came back. Yeah. So sometimes that stifled Tottenham a little bit. Sometimes their way of playing was solely based around Harry Kane.
2: It's the Spurs fans celebrating. Hyun min Son has scored.
1: And we've seen today that sometimes you don't need that Harry Kane figure and you can go out and put on a performance of togetherness and it gets you that
2: result. Well, I've released a statement saying I won't go into specifics. Surely you owe those fans who've supported Tottenham, who fill the stadium, who sing your name, you owe them an explanation. Don't say I won't go into specifics. If you've got a problem with Daniel Levy, you've got a problem with Tottenham, come out and say it
0: but what can he say and listen uh, listen. I know first hand that Harry Kane can't say too much because if he does against Tottenham he won't end up getting fined trust me I know
2: take the fine but what uh, can uh, he say if you care that much what's
0: a two
1: week fine to Harry Kane we concede a lot of transition normally we are good in avoiding this and we control a lot with the transitions and Nuno was involved Tottenham was like this and In general, we create enough chances. Maybe the last pass, the last shoot, we were not completely brilliant, but we did it well, but unfortunately we couldn't win. If
2: you lose four games, you're probably out of the title race this season because the quality in that top four is so strong. But actually, you you go back to the end of last season, lost the Champions League final, 1-0, lost the Community Shield, 1-0, lost today, 1-0, and still Gabriel Jesus only gets 25 minutes at the end of the game. He, He is supposed to be their frontline
1: striker at the moment. So should City be persisting with signing Kane? Well, rock and roll superstar Noel Gallagher thinks the Pep should be chasing Norwegian Erling Haaland instead. Yeah, you know, so... That was me. This is Noel.
2: I think I'd speak for most City fans now when I'd say I'd rather the club wait for Haaland... Now, unless something has gone on behind the scenes with Haaland, let's talk about Munich now. But we need a striker, that's for sure. But if we couldn't get Haaland, can we get Kane? Yes. And why do I say that? Because I said it to Omni, it's because it's not our money. Why are we about £150 million? It's not my money. It's not your money. It's the Sheikh's money. And he's got loads of money. So let's spend
0: it. As far as Salah! 3-0 to Liverpool. Unstoppable short by Mo Salah. And know it's only one game and it's early doors. I thought there was a lot of evidence over the weekend of Chelsea, Liverpool and Man United in their performances that they're going to make City think mm. about this Cane deal a lot harder. Pep will yeah. look at them and think, them three are really... And it's only one game in. They all looked really good sides yesterday. It's a standout feature of the day for me that Chelsea, Liverpool and Man United performances.
1: Now West Ham fought back from 2-1 down to beat Newcastle or Newcastle 4-2. In their opening game of the Premier League season, we'll hear from Stevie Stevie Bruce shortly, but first, the victorious manager of the Amherst, David Moyes.
2: Talk about being muscled out of a game. That's exactly happened here. West Ham actually cruised in the end to go back down the M1, back down to London... With three comfortable points. Newcastle, two. West Ham, four.
1: Well, I think you've seen what it's meant to most clubs who've got a victory in the first game of the season. I think we're all caught up in the emotion of, of hearing the supporters back and how great that is. You know, we've come here with we, uh, we 50,000 Geordies here and we go a goal down after three minutes. So uh, I think we deserved our celebration because we played well enough to win the game.
2: It is Thomas Suchek who's got the goal. West Ham are now into the lead here. We are just after the hour mark on Tyneside.
1: For me, the big turning point in the game is the penalty. And after looking at it, I thought it was soft to start with and the more I've looked at it I thought it was really harsh you know I don't know why the referee just can't come over and have a look at the screen rather than somebody 300 mile away looking at a TV screen which he could look at and I think if he had a look at it and took it and had a really good look then I think he would have probably aired that it wasn't a penalty Now in the last episode you may remember I don't because I didn't do it but you may remember if you downloaded it if you didn't because it wasn't me voicing it I'd understand but if you did download it hoping to hear me didn't hear me before oh, I'll listen anyway you might remember Gabi Agbonlahor said this about Manchester United
0: on paper that team should be winning the league mm. that team should be up there with Manchester City and Chelsea
1: well this is big Tony Cascarino on United and why they could be frightening this season when all their players are available and Fernandez on a hat trick he's in behind here he shoots into the top
0: corner and scores it's a hat-trick on the opening day for Bruno Fernandes. I wasn't quite convinced of Fernandes' football at the end of last season mm-hmm. and the way he played in the Euros. I thought it was disappointing. Yeah. And he's a top player. You know, just wants to get in behind and in, in between spaces behind defenders. And he did that brilliantly. I thought Mason Greenwood was terrific yesterday. Pogba was yeah. exceptional. And many, many others. I thought wan uh, full played really well. I actually came away and thought, God, imagine this United team when they have got everybody competing for a shirt and you know whether Sancho comes in Cavani just thinking of a few you've got then got Varane I'm thinking that side they are in really good shape this year
1: Now it wasn't a great start to the Premier League for Arsenal after they got beat by newly promoted Brentford That can't be right oh, That is right
0: <laughs>
1: Cheer up Arsenal fans come on it's not as though your next match is against Chelsea mm. Anyway, this is Gunners legend, Perry Groves, Jerry to his friends. On the manager, Mikel Arteta, and why he's already under serious pressure.
2: Thomas Frank said he believes his side will surprise the Premier League this season. They've already taken their first scalp, and it's one of the big boys too in
1: Arsenal. I said that Arteta needs, after the first six games, he needs ten points. So he just put himself on a map. We play you next. Good luck with that on Sunday. Then play Man City. Then we got Spurs. Imagine the first full crowd back at the Emirates, and Chelsea score after 10-15 minutes. Trust me, I know the fans are a enthusiasm to go back. That's not going to be pretty. It was
0: a dreadful performance. I mean, anyone who watched the game would have seen Ian Wright's face watching it. I mean, you talk about one of the greats. He looked completely dejected. And I think that is the thing when it comes to Arsenal Football Club is that it's no longer a surprise when they get beat by teams like Brentford. And I've always said it, out of all the top teams or so-called top teams in the division, when you look at this Arsenal team, they can get beaten by anybody in the division at any given moment. And that goes back to last year. I mean, Mikhail Arteta... He's got a big job I
1: on his own. Now, Bayern Munich have announced the sad news that the German legend Gert Müller has sadly passed away at the age of 75. The former striker died on Sunday morning after a long illness. On TalkSport, German football expert Olli Nack paid tribute to the 1974 World Cup winner.
0: be remembered in even 50 or 100 years as probably the greatest scorer in the German Bundesliga ever. He will be up there, as you said. If you want to put together a best-off team, he will be in there for sure and for many years to come. He was one of the people who blew my young mind when I first really, really got into football. It's fair to say that in the early 70s, the great strikers had started to drift away. Pele was no longer what he was. Jimmy Greaves was coming to the end of his astonishing time. And the person who replaced him as the best striker around was Gerd Muller, a squat, muscle Little man uh, who played for Bayern Munich and Germany. He came to dominate world football. They had a great team, both of them. I mean, the German team was based on Bayern's team, and obviously Beckenbauer at one end of the pitch um, was the huge influence. But the thing they had over everybody else was that they had Gerd Muller.
1: Now, England's cricketers have the edge over India. After day four of the second test at Lords. They've reduced the tourists to 181 for six in their second innings. India have a lead of 154 going into the final day. This is the England spinner, Moen Ali. Speaking at the close of play.
0: I think it's a fantastic game. I think both teams are in decent situations. I think tomorrow morning is obviously crucial. We're gonna try and bowl them out and we need to get obviously Penn out. So yeah, I think we're going into a great game.
1: Back now to the former Oasis superstar that is Noel Gallagher. Recalling the time he bumped into art rival and former blur frontman, Damon Albarn Straight after Chelsea beat City in the Champions League final earlier this year. So there I was. <coughs> That's me again.
2: the game finishes, i um, kind of, you know, stomp out of the ground in a huff, right? Who's the first person I meet outside the ground? The first person.
0: Oh, it's not a Chelsea fan, is it? It's not, it wouldn't be
2: Damon. Oh, it, oh, oh, it's a Chelsea fan, yes. Da- Dam- Damon alban something like that? Damon
0: Alban. no! Oh,
2: no! Who, goes, who goes to one Chelsea game every 10 years, right? So the, last game, the last game he'd been to was probably the last Champions League final they won. And he's like, all right, mate. And I'm like, oh of all the people and I was like oh well done you know well done mate and he's like oh never mind you'll win it one day and I was like I swear to God <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so, get,
2: so the, you didn't see him at Nedworth <laughs> no yeah yeah and, uh, uh, and uh, as he's kind of you know consoling me I'm like hang hey, on a minute aren't your team just lifting the trophy like now in about 10 what are you doing outside the ground he's like oh I've got to get off early and I was like well I like, just about <laughs> all the people
0: so
1: that's it, gang! Thanks for listening on the Talks wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to press that subscribe button. I'm back tonight i Andy Goldstein Sports Bar with the Fun Boy from 10pm. But then, of course, my new shift means I'll be doing Tuesday to Friday's Drive Time. Yep, I'm your new Drive Time host, Tuesday to Friday. Oh, you must have got that right. No, seriously, I genuinely am. But I'll still be doing Mondays with the Fun Boy. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, my friends, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That